Heavenly Father, please please bow your head. Amen. 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 <laughs> Heavenly Father, mm-hmm. this week is full of the fuckery and bullshit. It is. Sorry, I cussed in the prayer. <laughs> Lord, you know her heart. But you know my heart and you know my mind. You know her heart and you know she ain't out here doing people's children wrong. That part or son. Or son, okay? Ain't doing nothing, dear Lord. We ask for you to humbly come over this podcast. This week as 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 Everything unfurls. Amen. I'm over here with my eyes really closed. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, let the foolishness begin. Yes. Let you take the wheel <laughs> and let you close the gate. And, and wherever we go, <laughs> come with us. We on our way. <laughs> with you behind. Follow, with, you, with you on our side. Follow me behind. Amen. 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 And 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 the church said. Amen. All right. Amen. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> we started off. It had to. Okay. Well, we back. New we year. back. Hey. 2019. What up, 2019? 2019. I'm finna get me. Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> Something that wrong. Nothing really wrong with 19. Nah. 2019, yeah. I'm a dancing machine. <laughs> oh, well, hey, man. 2019, I'm a fit machine. <laughs> I ain't setting myself up for that. You could be wearing the same clothes in 2020. <laughs> Girl, might go up a size. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> might be in denial in 2020. Oh, bye. Wearing the same clothes. Good trying to bye. push stuff down. You know, New Year's resolutions. Because I've been, I've been, I'm, I'm going to be fine every summer for the last <laughs> six yeah, years. But you know what? Whenever you're ready, you're ready. That's true. So, can't nobody stop me. But it me. is what it is. Okay. Uh, do you want to go first with your song? Yeah, I low key am like singing my song like in my head, so I don't want to mess it up. For I swear, I almost did that Jeezy song earlier. I'm happy I didn't because I definitely started singing the lyrics. And then you were like, "Oh, I'm glad that wasn't my song." I was like, (laughs) "Yeah, okay." You just random singing Jeezy at uh, nine o'clock at night. All right. (laughs) We said Jeezy ain't been on the scene in about three, four years. Okay, bruh, I'm telling you. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay. I'm the man, and they know that. I got cash. I'm talking throwback. Hundred grand. What's that? I hit the club, and I blow that. All these hoes know that. (laughs) I'm picture perfect, made for Kodak. Mm. Let's talk money. I got plenty. Dope boys. Let's get it. Is it uh Aina? Aina uh <laughs> what's his name? Didn't he die? I'm the man. Y'all know that. OJ Juice? No. <laughs> no, Shorty Low. He did Y'all, die. That's what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what's it called? Aina. Hello. Hello. They know. They know. I was, I was like, I'm the man. Hey. They know that. Bro, you know I went to the trap museum. Uh-huh. Whenever I was in Atlanta. Uh-huh. And they had Shotty Lowe's picture on the wall. Oh, do they have anything else? Right here? Nah, they didn't really have much else of his. Like the big ones were they had T.I.'s gun closet. Yeah. Okay. And what he went to jail for? Yeah. Oh. Um, they had um Isn't it T.I.'s museum? Yeah, T.I. is the one that opened it. It's closed now. Oh, it is? Yeah, it closed like the week after I went. Oh, damn. Yeah, they closed it. It'll probably be back open for like the spring or something. Uh, Maybe they'll change it or like add it. Girl, it was so much fun. Um, They had the original pieces of paper that uh, Young Dro had wrote. uh, What's that song of his? Shoulder Lean? Yeah, Shoulder Lean. That's crazy. Yeah, they had the originals of that. Uh, They had a replica of Gucci's Kitchen. 
I saw that. They had a replica of T.I.'s granny's living room. Is that where he dealt his drugs? I mean, there was dope and guns and oh, stuff. Okay. The shit looked very real. I ain't going to lie. Your grandma allowed that? And th- then they had something on the wall that said... Uh, all the all the real shit happened in Granny's living room. Granny didn't care what was going on as long as the bills were paid. <laughs> That's what it said. His grandmother must have been mixed. Yeah, that was only any black grandmother. I there knew. was a black ass Granny that was in there talking to people. <laughs> oh, yeah, she was real. She was real. She was in there on the couch and she was like, "Man, y'all shut that motherfucking door whenever you come up in here." I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh, that's the hood Granny then. Yeah. Uh, okay. I was gonna say, uh, yeah. Rana L. Yeah. Nah. Cause you can't even get nothing, and she don't know where the money came from. <laughs> don't, Girl, don't, what? Don't put that. that uh, Carlene would be like, "No, nah, no, you ain't got this kind of money." Okay, so you either stole or did something wrong. Get this blood. I don't want none of your blood money. Girl, oh. my grandma would be hungry. Been <laughs> to be on her way out, but she ain't finna take no no money that she didn't know where it came from Girl, legally. And I don't blame her either. Uh, let me see what else they had. They had um, they had two chains, pink car. It was in there. Oh, okay. Because uh, they, they painted the house back. The house ain't pink oh, no more. Oh, that was the pink house. Yeah, but it was, you know, it had a pink car, a pink Cadillac or something in front Out of front. it. Oh, that was on the inside? So they had that on the inside. Um, How did they do that? Oh, I guess they just brought it in through one of the doors. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, a Cadillac? Girl, it was definitely in there in the middle of the room. Damn. <laughs> For real. How's a Cadillac going to fit through some doors? I don't know. Maybe they had warehouse doors and it was wider. I don't know, but the car was in there. It, I, I highly doubt they put it together in there. No, I'm just thinking like maybe it went through, like they took the roof off or something. Fool, the- now that makes way, that is way more outlandish <laughs> really? than, than a warehouse door. They take the roofs off all the time. Fool, how do you think they get cars onto showroom floors? They, you could drive them in there. You can open them them doors. Yeah, the doors. Exactly. What I'm saying? <laughs> Well, I'm saying, it was a, I just, oh, I'm just, what I'm picturing the house is like, like a house door. But it's not like a house house. It was like a warehouse that they like built oh, these things inside of it. Okay, I thought it was a house. No, it was like a warehouse, and they built these like individual rooms in it. <laughs> I'm like, the, the roof, <laughs> the roof missing. <laughs> uh, pulled okay. up to the, pulled up to the <laughs> trap museum, and my ceiling missing. <laughs> okay, you right. That, that don't make sense now. I say, <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I, don't, mm. I don't think they've taken roofs off anywhere. Yeah, I was like. Um, yeah, but it was in there. Okay. And then they had like a replica. I think it may have been Kevin Gates cell when he was in jail. Sale? Oh, his okay. Yeah, jail cell. But I was CEO like, level. people were going in there taking pictures. They had like the little inmate thing for you to hold up in front of you. Mm. I was like, God forbid. No. Nope. <laughs> I would have did it because I, I ain't like- going to go in no cell for free. Even a replica one. Girl, I know I ain't going to one in real life. Girl, I feel well, like again. I feel like it's gonna be some juju. I hell no, I'm but, cool. But you hold up, you hold up a, a pound. Hell a, yeah, a okay. yeah. All right, sure will. All right, yeah. Okay, yeah. I ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> yeah, all right. You can check my piss. I ain't got nothing <laughs> in my system. All right now. <laughs> and my house is empty, and my car is empty. <laughs> okay, let me do my song. Ooh, okay. Okay. Mm. <sighs> this is not what I was thinking. Okay, <laughs> you finna you finna read Marvin Gaye on accident? <laughs> no, no, but I just I just didn't realize this was all in the song. Um, okay, it was weird how we met, huh? She was with her mama, Bank of America. Oh, that's Chingy. One call away. <laughs> 
it was weird how we met, huh? She's with her mom at Bank of America with my son cashing a check. So I asked out of respect, huh? Would you like to explore the world of how we can fly in my jet? Her reply was, yes, can I ask you some? I seen it in her eye. Mama looking like all I wanted was sex. Then moved to the next, that ain't true. But it was something about this girl style that made me feel no regret. It started off casual, walked through the park, candlelight banners by dark. I'm thinking smart. I think she might try to, you know. And yeah. You know, before then, you had the lyrics. I didn't even know that. <laughs> girl, that's one of my favorite songs ever. I didn't know that. Well, I definitely. Girl, I had Chingy's album. I listened to it on my Walkman. Not Walkman. Or Walk Disc, whatever. Walk CD player. Okay, you're running man. <laughs> Whatever they called CD players back then, girl, over and over and over. For real? I was going to do the next day I was with the fellas at the case playing ball. Here she oh, came yeah, with I her would, friends. They posted yeah. up on the wall. I didn't know that. So I was just like, damn, let me find something easy. Okay, good, good job. Hey, turn up. All I can't right. wait to see you, Chingy. <laughs> you know, tickets on Friday? Friday. Today. Yeah, hear you Friday. Hey, Millennial Tar. In there, like swimwear, okay? In, in there, the- like booty hair. Speaking of booty hair, <laughs> hey, best friend. <laughs> Ain't it a blessing? You are listening to another episode of Hear You Podcast. This is Tan. And this is B. You ready to go ahead and get started, bro? Hey, let's go. Let's get it. Hey. Right, so you ready to get started with, with the shits in 2019, right? Ooh, let's go. <laughs> so let's go ahead and we're gonna we're gonna start off light, and then we're gonna go to the dark side. Okay, later. All right, all right. Hundred rounds. Okay, Meek Mill, uh, Braids, <laughs> Philly, Intro, Dirt Bike. Okay, all right. So did you see Meek the other day? Hop his ass on the internet. Mm-hmm. And tweeted, lace front wigs are whack. I'm protesting them. <laughs> I did. And I just, I didn't even like give two thoughts to that. Me either, because I was just, whenever I saw it, I was like, man, I'm so sick of y'all niggas wanting to tell women what to do with their hair. Okay. But then whenever a bitch is natural, you got a problem with it. Now, you want me to look like a Q-tip or not? The thing is, when they say natural, they think in our hair finna like be curly, curly and yeah. long. No, some of us naturals have uh, cotton ball hair. I'm telling you, look like a tennis ball. That's what I'm saying. So like, be careful, be careful with me. Yeah, huh? Y'all don't even be ready for what it is that you asking for. Hell That'd be the worst uh, part about it. No make. I want my girl no makeup, no her. Yeah, like I was Do, just like, you, you realize know. I don't look like your girl no more, right? <laughs> okay. I look like a nigga named Bob. Girl, what? Like. <laughs> Girl, I be looking like a thumb when I ain't got my wig on. <laughs> Not a thumb. And my braids is braided. What? I look like on RuPaul's Drag Race. I look like uh, <laughs> dang, what's that? It's the one of the the big ones. I, that's what I look like when I ain't got hmm. my hair on. My hair is braided back right now. That's what I'm saying. I have a wig cap on. I look like I'm finna rob a bank. Niggas <laughs> 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 ain't ready for that. <laughs> they don't be ready for it at all. That's why I just be like, you know what? Mind your business, okay? Exactly. Mind your business. My whole thing, though, is like, if you don't like it, well, 
If you want it to look like Beyonce, you need to pay for Beyonce. Okay, because you know how much Beyonce is paying for her hair? How much? I don't know, but oh, I know okay. it's a lot. <laughs> I thought you knew. I thought you could. I know it's a lot, and I know it's a lot more than you niggas is willing to pay. For some hair. I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure Beyonce is paying the, the cost of at least a Honda. And the nice one, too. Yeah, yeah the nice Accord. Not the... <laughs> <laughs> she ain't paying for nah. That ain't no. That ain't no Civic. Okay, and that, the basic Civic with the uh, you got to roll the windows down. Yeah, manually. With, with cloth seats. Nah, Beyonce's got leather, sunroof. Okay, and, and the sports package, spoilers, all, all that. Shit. Like y'all don't be y'all don't be ready for what it is that you really think you're ready for. You really don't because this is the thing. I wasn't ready for the natural life. <laughs> Girl, I think when a lot of people go natural, they be thinking like, I, when I was natural, I thought my hair was gonna, I thought I was gonna have like a four A type curl. I thought I was gonna have, I thought I could do a wash and go when Girl, I was natural. Okay, wash and stay home. Okay. <laughs> Girl, okay, when a black woman says I wash my hair, they, they let you know she ain't going to wear. Oh, girl, because it's going to be a whole day process. Whole day detangling and deep conditioning. And don't let you have to take down what you already had in. Okay, shit, I'm in for the weekend. Girl, okay, <laughs> got to take down some braids. Okay, let your hair rest for a little bit, go get it back done. You got to have girl, something done to it. Condition it for a cool 45 minutes, an hour, you fuck around girl, and fall asleep. Overnight. <laughs> okay. Get that, that bag sound like somebody <laughs> walking in the kitchen getting cereal that popcorn. or something. popcorn. Back, <laughs> I'll, I'll, yes, it's a it's the process. Yeah, that's why I was just like, you know what? And then did you see the celebrities that were like, uh, Meek, the women that yeah. was responding to him? Y'all don't count either. Because y'all would just be like, what lace? Because it don't look like y'all hair. But we say what lace? You can see our shit, uh, girl. <laughs> this lace. You know what? That's why I was just like, Meek, you worry about yourself, okay? okay. Because I definitely ran into arrogant Tay. Who does Nicki Minaj's hair, and mm-hmm. he told me that my hair looked good. So work. With that being said, I don't, I don't what wonder, lace? Okay, I'm wondering did he pull her? Like, was it hers that he pulled off? Nicki Minaj. I don't know because he definitely said he was hitting something from the back. Why you say something? Okay. <laughs> Grabbed her hair just to make it a little rough, and it slipped off. And ever since then, it's been trauma. Hmm. I, I love how he tried to. He made sure he threw in one of his song titles in there. Oh, that's uh, trauma. I just feel like black men of today know not to grab our hair, like unless you get permission. I mean, is that another given? That's what, I feel like I ain't never had a nigga grab my hair unless he asked first. I feel like niggas be knowing that you this ain't your hair, so why are you pulling it? Have unless ever, it's some braids. Have you ever lied though and said it was your hair? No, I have. For real? Yes. Why? Cause Ain't no way I got 22 inches of bohemian curly. They don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, where, do I look bohemian? First of all, it was my, <laughs> no, it was my Arjuni hair when I had that hair. Oh, now that did look, yeah, because the, the length wasn't crazy That's or nothing. That's what I'm saying. And so my ex thought it was my hair, and I kept a lot alive. Did you have a sew-in? Yeah. Oh, well, this shit, pull that shit, nigga. No. You ain't going to do nothing. No, still don't pull it. You're going to loosen it a little bit. Uh, yeah, but I just don't want... You could you could feel a shift, <laughs> a shift in the spirit. Girl, when you your closure just start. It ain't it ain't sitting right no more. Or if it's been a couple months, them braids they not as secure as they was. Yeah, them braids do get getting That's loose as fuck. Saying. So I definitely told him it was my hair. Wow. So, mm. I mean, shit, it was yours. You bought it. I mean, facts. It is what it is. And it was before like the whole lace front era too. This was like when you had to leave out. So, yeah, bruh, I could not. <laughs> I cannot believe I used to do leave outs. 
bruh, now your hair is like two inches and in, in one spot. Girl, the crown you know, of your hair just fucked up. No, this is why I really fucked up. So I was natural and I permed my leave out. I never understood people who did that. <laughs> who permed they leave out and they edges. Oh, I was faithful perm leave out and edges. Why would you do that? Bitch, because <laughs> you think somebody went, when they leave out was slick when they left the house Girl, and then they start in the club sweating. You better go get a quick weave. I had that too. You know, I used to be tough on a quick weave. I used to rip that shit out of my head. I remember. <laughs> I used to rip the glue out of my head. I wouldn't let it condition, rinse off, nothing. spray no oil, nothing. Nothing, just be ripping hair out. I hear, I hear the hair follicles breaking in half. <laughs> That's probably why my hair is like no. shot. <laughs> Probably like uh, Celiate uh, You don't do right By me <laughs> Nah when it was When it was like <laughs> Me and you Just definitely Nothing but Nothing but This glue can keep me From my follicles Girl Hair said bye you Girl yes I never I would be like Even my little sister She'd be like I'm finna perm my edges And my leave out Why in the fuck Would you do that Because you want your hair To be You wanted your hair To match your texture Then perm your whole head No the whole head Is not being out But perm your whole head So your whole head Can at least be on the same schedule No you don't perm it So you can still Claim team natural Nah you can't perm (laughs) You can't claim team natural And you ain't got Creamy crack Anywhere near your head Hmm. I did and then you wonder why your edges is crispy. <laughs> you wonder why your leave out is a, a, a fourth of an inch. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Katie, like I saw some leave outs that couldn't even cover up tracks, bro. Right. And you had to just gel it down and hope it stayed. Bro, listen. Go get some braids. Listen, we've evolved. We've moved on. Okay. Right. We have developed closures. Grown. Now we had 360 closures. Like, Bruh. the wig game is like... I've seen people making these these uh, caps look like they got damn skulls. And they put that gossip bean and they put the concealer on there. Like, see now that's too much. I I think if you can do if you could do that, I just don't have the time to wake up every morning and do no shit like that. Yeah, and then, I feel like that can't be healthy either. Well, I can see how I could be, but I'm not. I like to take my wigs off at night. Like that's the selling point of wigs for me. I can take as soon as I get home, I'm taking that bitch off. Right. So I feel like with that, you don't take it off. Like you keep it on. Yeah, like, no, at least gotta be gonna be there for a little bit. Girl, gotta be <laughs> is not leaving nowhere just anytime soon. Hell no. And it's like, who, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure you wanna place me here? Girl, no. I'm gonna be here for a week. <laughs> like <laughs> like Netflix. Are you still there? Okay. You still here? Do you want to continue? Okay. Girl, yes. And you got to make sure if if you have it, don't have it right or you have too much, you look like you got a bad case of the scabies, a dandruff or something uh, like that. You got to really say, it's a, it's a lot now. We've, we've evolved, but it's, listen, even you can be a kitchen beautician with some of the stuff you could do to your hair. Good old YouTube will get you right. Every time. Even if you don't know what to do. Like, I've like literally had a hair appointment canceled on me and watched a YouTube video, made me a cute little bun, a natural bun or mm. something. So... Where there's a will, there's a way. Sure is. Fuck you, Meek. Yeah, Meek. Worry about yourself, okay? Girl, worry about worry about your charges. Oh, worry worry about that. I mean, they're done, right? Yeah, but whatever else. Is he, aren't you still on parole or probation? Or worry about worry about not that <laughs> not you, violating that. How about you worry? Aren't you supposed to be doing prison reform? Okay, Kim out here. Kim out here got three on you hoes. What? Oh, three uh, <laughs> three clemencies. True. <laughs> like, yeah, Meek, I think you have I think you have bigger fish to fry. Okay. All right. All right, so let's go ahead and go on over to our next topic. Okay. Hunt around. Okay. Sin Santana. <sighs> See, this is the thing. I really don't know much about her. I'm just gonna 
Uh, Erica Mena. Joe Budden. That's the two relationships I know. Uh, Lexington. Lexington. Afro-Latina. Is she? Yeah. I thought she was just Latina. Oh, well, she claims to be Afro-Latina. Okay. Turn up. Yeah. All right. So, you know, a, a clip has been rolling around the internet mm-hmm. of uh, Sin Santana mm-hmm. on um, Angela Yee's Lip Service podcast in 2016. <sighs> that does be searching. Yeah. On the clip, Sin is saying that um, black men treat Latino women better because they don't have the attitude. That black women do. Did she really say that? Yeah. Or was it like a clip? Let me see. Black men are way more possessive. And yeah. black guys cater to, to us Spanish girls, especially. Like, they, you know what? Let me not even get into it. Oh, she's going to get herself in trouble now. The black girls, yeah. <laughs> be, no, I, I didn't mean it like that. But, you know, black girls going to take it personal. <laughs> no, but, um, I'm... So. So she didn't say it, though. Yeah, she said that they catered to them. Just, you didn't hear the uh uh. She said they catered to us, but I didn't hear like what she said because of the attitude and I'm like that. I mean, I'm sure it's implied. That's yeah, let me see. Let me see. So yeah, so a lot of people really started jumping down. Um, <laughs> started jumping down Sin's neck. I saw somebody post something talking about. Um, so Sin wants to hop on a podcast and talk about black men catering to Latino women. But you're begging your black man on national TV to fuck you. Pretty much. <laughs> I, was I, saw like, too. I was like, oh, wow. Mm. So, you know, Sin did something that, first of all, I'll go ahead and commend her for. Like, she went ahead and started just responding to everybody. Yeah. And was just like, you know, she started saying, like, she um, she apologizes and she loves black women and um, the clip is being taken out of context because that's not the full conversation that they were having. Mm-hmm. And she's not about to start her 2019 like this. <sighs> Too late. And she's got so many black women that she loves and adores around her mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Mm. So whenever I saw it, because I, I do like Sin. Mm-hmm. I like her. Whenever I saw it, I was just like, hmm, Okay. I mean, they even alluded to it on the podcast where Angela Yee was like, uh-oh, you have black you have black women at your neck. And see, I just, like, why didn't y'all just take that out? Because it wasn't Angela Yee that said it. Angela Yee, if you listen to her podcast, she let everybody talk crazy but her. That's true. Every, <laughs> everybody be on there telling all their business. Everybody be on there... We know that Gigi loved to suck dick. We Everybody know that drunk. I yeah. heard, it was a uh, song. It's like who the fuck did Angela fuck? She's like that's the that's the, the best she did ever. Because how the hell has she been on the radio this long? As dry and as boring as she is, girl. I'm like, I mean, and let's not forget. Remember whenever Gucci was up there and the, I was you, like, you tried to come to my room. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, so that's why I was just like, I wasn't surprised that they left it in there. I'm just wondering why are we just now. Starting, but I I remember that episode. Like I heard, that. I was trying to think about it because I don't. I've listened to Yee's podcast for a minute. I don't remember her saying on there. I remember that, and I think I may. Have, I don't even know if I listened to like an older one or something. But I remember her saying that. Really? Yeah. So from what you remember, was it offensive whenever you heard it? I just I knew she had like probably put her foot in her mouth, and that's why she stopped. Right. Because what she was saying, what she was gonna say, or what she was leading to, wasn't. 
gonna be good but she didn't really like say anything yet but you could tell she was getting there right i think that the the timing was a little convenient considering that there's all this stuff like about black women going on right now mm-hmm. and how we're not being protected how we're being mistreated yeah i was like hmm is that the reason why this is just now popping up i, I mean don't know. i don't even know why why it popped up though I don't know either. I was just like, God damn, y'all are on a roll. We only eight, nine, ten days <sighs> into damn January. <sighs> it's a mess. And y'all going. But Sin, she posted this super long Instagram post. I'm not going to read all of it, but let me go ahead and get it pulled up real quick. I saw just the way she was saying. I'm just like. <sighs> yeah. So she posted, honestly, I ain't here to justify anything. I want to touch up on this on a more deeper level. Let's have some dialogue. This shit is heavy and uncomfortable as fuck, but I ain't turning my backs on y'all. I think this conversation is important. A snippet of a podcast I did in 2016 is going around in which I said some unfavorable things. I didn't properly articulate myself. I was speaking about my preference in black men versus the Latino man. I didn't intend to bash black women. I never have, never will. It's not how I feel or how I ever felt. The truth is I said some dumb bird shit. And it has offended and hurt many, especially black women. So for that, I want to wholeheartedly, sincerely apologize. And I will continue to do so. I am not a racist. I think people calling her a racist is a little much. Yeah. I'm not a racist. I don't bash women. I don't bash black women. I'm team melanin queens all day. This shit is deeper than me, psychologically and historically. I was ignorant. I once upon a time lacked depth. Because while I may be Afro-Latina, people may not look at me or treat me as they do other black women. Bitch, do you see my nose? Wait, she said that? Yeah. My hair. (laughs) See, I said, now look, this is when you need to stop. Yeah, do you see my nose and my hair? What are you implying? You got a nigga nose, a nigga hair? Thank you. I would never think I'm better than anyone. In the three years since this interview, the black women in my life have taught me so much about what society has put them through and how the things I said in that interview could be harmful. Three years may not seem like a long time, but spiritually it has been. Yep. Okay, Sam. So. Um, I appreciate the apology. Um, I feel like there was. You should have stopped a few characters. I was, you, uh, yeah, you can let it go now. Y- yeah, you, I agree. I don't think you ever have because I feel like if you keep going, you can put your foot in your mouth. Uh, yeah, I feel like you you already starting with the my hair, my nose. You started. You start the apology was like I like apologies like that. Look, I fucked up. I apologize. I didn't know any better. Yeah, I was young, and then I saw somebody else say like, you know, we only know stand through two relationships, like. She literally came through us with two, two, two relationships. That's a fact, though. Joe Budden and Erica Mena. Erica Mena. So, I mean, I can I can take it that you were... How is, it, how is she, though? I think Sam may be like 25, 26. Oh, she's super young. Yeah, she's young. Which had me wondering, God damn, how old was Sam on Love & Hip Hop? 15? <laughs> <laughs> her season of Love & Hip Hop was a long time ago. And her hair definitely looks textured. Does. I'll say that it looks... It looks it looks like my my yaki right in there. <laughs> so it definitely looks textured. I mean, it looks like it can hold a braid for a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, girl. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I've, like you said, I think sin is young, and I think that we have to we have to allow people to make mistakes. Yeah. 
And as long as somebody is willing to make mistakes and it's not like a continued, I mean, willing to make changes and it's not like a continued behavior, yeah. we'll let you make it. I feel like somebody's going to go through her tweets and she says something about a black. Now, if that happens, I'm just going to be like, all right. She said, she, ne- she, said she never did. So, because that's why I don't like Stefan Don. Get you this about. Yeah, she has some she, she has some shit about dark skinned women on there. And I was just like, okay, you know what? You just getting started. But. Yeah, and the culture that we live in, hmm, you see Sabrina Claudio, she had her little uh instance that she had on the internet about black women. Mm-hmm. Where's she at? Was that her name? Mm-hmm. That's how you say it. Sabrina Claudio? Oh. Yeah. So well, I stopped listening to her. Yeah. So oh fuck that. But so I guess we'll see. Sin just Relax, sis, and don't say too much. Like you can stop. Say less. Yeah, say, yeah. Say less. You can stop. That's yeah, it. And continue doing what you've been doing on Instagram because it's cute. Like I love whenever she posts, like sending positive vibes your way. Please accept. I'd be like, oh, that's cute. Consent. But right, uh, come on. <sighs> All right, so let's go ahead and go on over to our next topic. Mm-hmm. I don't even think we should do a hundred rounds. Let's not. Let's not. All right, so R. Kelly's been every fucking where. Couldn't avoid it. Yeah. So I know I watched the Surviving R. Kelly documentary. You haven't watched it? Nope. None of it? Nope. I I haven't looked at clips of it. Okay, so what was your reasoning for not watching it? Was there anything in particular? I just, first of all, this this ain't new that the nigga been a pedophile. You ain't telling me nothing new that I already know. Right. Second of all, I didn't want to see another black woman crying or reliving what she went through for other people to believe her. Right. And I just don't feel it in my spirit. <laughs> and I feel you on that. I just I just felt like cuz that, that the first day it came out like I people I was I, I was very mentally drained from that day. Mm-hmm. From like just like defending black women and like people on the goddamn like sexual assault victims and stuff like that. I was very emotionally drained that day like blocking people and Telling people to shut your bitch ass up. It was, just, <laughs> it was a lot. And I just didn't want to have that in my sphere. And just... Yeah. I, I mean, because I'll be honest. It took me like four four days or so to actually watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think what was bothering me initially was whenever people were posting about it, they were like, oh, I'm getting my snacks ready uh-huh. for, the R. Kelly, for surviving R. Kelly tonight. And all this stuff. And I'm just like... This isn't like a movie. That's what I'm saying. Like it's not like you're going this I don't want to say this is entertainment. That's what I'm saying. And so I definitely do feel you on that level. I feel like people like was like looking at it like as a spectacle and I was like, this ain't nothing like this yeah. ain't nothing like. But I'm not gonna lie, after watching it uh-huh. and seeing everything that's on it, uh-huh. it had to happen. You think so? It had to happen. It had to happen, but I'm just like, is this what we had to do for you to believe us? And that's, and I think that that's like the bigger point that needs to be done here, you know, like, because uh, me and Ebony, we were talking about it and we were discussing, I was like, well, okay, so rewind. So basically kind of like the key points from the um, documentary was, Uh we all know about him marrying Aaliyah. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that he married Aaliyah because she was pregnant. I didn't know that. She was pregnant. And he married her to legitimize their relationship. And so, so they couldn't press charges. Bingo. So she had an abortion or she lost the baby? They didn't say. Oh. So they lied about her age on her certificates, forged certificates, forged documents. Uh-huh. Uh, the manager did it. Uh-huh. 
and put down that she was 18. And on the marriage certificate, it says that Aaliyah is like 18 and R. Kelly is like 27 or something like that. He's like 28 or something. Or, or maybe he was 28. I don't know. But oh, they, they put his real age. They put his real age on uh-huh. there. But they forged Aaliyah's age. Oh. And so seeing that and like, then they also introduced his brother. Uh-huh. So brothers. So he has a younger brother uh-huh. and he has an older brother. Uh-huh. His older brother's currently in prison. For what? Uh whatever I what I read was like drugs. Uh-huh. Something with drugs or something like that. So he's in prison. Uh-huh. The younger brother is the one that R. Kelly tried to say Was him on the tape, right? Was him on the tape. Uh-huh. But not only that, he offered his brother a hundred thousand dollars to say that it was him on the tape. A hundred thousand dollars? Yeah. For me to to run the rest of my life. And to be called a pedophile? And have a what's the uh, what's that called when you can't live by a certain place? And you have to register as a sex offender. That, that part, yeah, yeah. So the brother denied it. So the other brother that was in prison was like, to this day, I don't know why he didn't take that, huh? So the other, the older brother gave me this like real creepy vibe because he had said another comment where he was like, um, I prefer older women, uh-huh. and my brother prefers younger women. What's the problem with that? It's not a problem unless they're unless they're. I and see to me sometimes uh, super old and like eighteen is like a little creepy, but you're eighteen, you're a consenting adult. Exactly. So there's that. Bingo. But but I'm like, let's not pretend like liking younger women and molestation are one and the same. Well, let's not pretend that liking younger women and liking underage women are the same thing. Exactly. Because that's exactly what your brother is doing. Yeah. You trying to imply like, oh, what's the, it's, what about you, Hefner? You know? Right. I don't understand the comparison to Hugh Hefner either. One thing I'm really sick of, every time they bring up a black man, what about Harvey Weinstein? What about Elvis? What about this nigga? Can we focus on one nigga, fuck nigga at a time? Can, can we please? Because this nigga is still going on tour. Still sell his album sales went up the next day. Yeah, after. his stream, his listens were. That's up. what I'm saying. And I think it, I think that it was because people were trying to listen because what was they were songs? saying on the documentary was you know how a lot of his music, uh-huh. like he wrote "You Are Not Alone" for Michael Jackson. Uh-huh. That song was written about this girl that he met whenever she was 17, and he got her pregnant, and she went and like had an abortion or Is something. Is that the one that what was her the one that had the threesome with the no that was a different girl so this was a girl and not only that no i don't think she had a divorce i think she had a miscarriage Uh but um r kelly gave her mono and then her mono turned into something else and it ended up paralyzing her huh and she was in icu for two weeks the fuck is and so what was so disturbing was the girl let me not say the girl the young lady because she's an older woman now Uh but um she said that whenever she was in ICU, R. Kelly wrote her mom a check for $1,000. $1,000? Which, whether it's $1,000 or it's a million dollars, what is the fucking price tag on your children? So what? So with that, the mom didn't... didn't what they were basically hinting at was that a lot of the stuff that was going on, a lot of people were being paid off. And what really bothered me the fucking most was that R. Kelly had all these fucking grown ass men around him uh-huh. and nobody felt the need to be like, say, bruh, you shouldn't do this. Like there's absolutely, there was one part where um, a producer uh-huh. said he met R. Kelly at the studio uh-huh. and he walks in and R. Kelly has an underage girl laying on a bed right by him, butt ass naked and R. Kelly's rubbing on her butt. 
And so he goes to one room and there's another underage girl laying in there naked, uh-huh. goes to another room. There's another underage girl laying in there naked. It was like five girls in the studio. They said R. Kelly had a bed in the middle of the studio. Bruh. And it's sickening. That's- it's sickening. And what did the producer do? Oh, the producer said he was like, I just didn't want no parts of it. So instead of calling somebody, you just leave? Instead of like... And and that's what bothered me the most about this is because understandable because you know his brothers talked about how they were molested as children. And did you see where it finally came out? It was their sister. Yeah, that did it? that it was their older sister. But the younger brother said that R. Kelly was also molested by a man. Oh. So it wouldn't surprise me if it was his older brother that was molesting him because mm. his older his older brother was extremely creepy. Mm. And even the younger sibling, the youngest one said that he was molested by the sister and came to R. Kelly and told him. And R. Kelly was like, that ain't happened to you. But R. Kelly was being molested too. <sighs> so all this stuff was like, this had started early. Yeah, It started extremely early. And like his music teacher was on there and she fucking pissed me off because I'm like, you're 192 years old and now you want to come on a damn documentary and you look like you got one foot in this world and another foot in the other. What was she saying? She was like, he was making sexual music when he was young and he was, it was nasty. That's a, that's a sign. Yes. That's a cardinal sign when kids are overtly sexual that something's going on. And she was his music teacher whenever he was like 12. And talking wow. about the kind of music that, well, he wasn't writing because R. Kelly can't read or write. That's what I've heard. Like, he's not, he can't read very well. Yeah. So who's booking flights? Who's booking hotels? Yeah. These people are forging documentation on these young girls. Like, the, even his manager was like, every city we went to, we went to the mall. To go find girls. To go find girls. And said girls would smile at R. Kelly or R. R. Kelly would smile at girls and the man, or it's one of some, like his security guard or something would go over and be like, R. Kelly said, call him and hand their number. Wow. Like, so, talked about how he was hanging out at, at his high school his high years school. after he graduated. I think I remember something like that. My thing is, though, like, I'm trying to put myself in a situation like, okay, back at 16, it was cool to talk to an older guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Okay, so if Chingy had went to our high school and gave me his number, I'm probably going to call. Yeah, but if Chingy had came to your elementary school, th- this is the age difference that's going on here. But um, what I'm saying is, it's you. <clears throat> I think we have to get away from the saying like, oh, you fast or whatever. Like, a lot of times you don't know what someone's financial situation is or even just like, that's you know somebody's idol you know what i'm saying like right just to be in their presence and you don't even go in thinking like romantic or anything like that sometimes that's what i feel right or but it's it's his job not to be a goddamn dickhead uh and that's that's where i think that we have to like be extremely careful because it's like yeah you know y'all can say whatever y'all want to say about these young girls Mm -hmm. whatever they were not consenting yeah they were not consenting and there's no way, and it, it makes no sense. Like they were even saying that um, whenever parents would do welfare checks on their on their daughters, the police department would give R. Kelly a heads up, and he would clear out his house. Wait, what? He was in connection with the police. Oh, damn! 
No, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is like I've seen a lot of people like the girls were fast. I'm like, it don't matter what they were. It doesn't matter what they were because like the, at the end of the day, they're dealing with a strategic old man that knows exactly what the fuck he's doing. I looked to one of the girls and she was like, it was on the radio today. She was like, um, you know, he asked me questions like, do you have a boyfriend? Yep. Do you have a, where's your dad? How are your parents? Mm-hmm. Like. People can tell you certain stuff like, but like, oh, I don't really talk to my mom or like my dad ain't there. Like that yeah. tells you like. He knew exactly what he was going after. Yeah. People, kids who their parents may or may not miss them as much. Mm-hmm. Like one girl said she met him and he was like, um, will you come to Chicago? And she was, she said, she told her mom, I'm going to Chicago. Her mom was like, well, I can't stop you. Yeah. There's absolutely no way <laughs> that my child would come to me and tell me that they're finna go to Chicago. Chicago. At 16, 17, yeah. 18, 19, or even fucking 20 years old. Who are you going to Chicago with? Yeah. What the fuck for? Yeah. When you, oh, I need numbers. I need names. I'm going with you. Girl. Like, that's why I was just like, you know what? This whole, the whole documentary, the whole entire time, I was just like, there were so many instances where this could have been stopped. Yeah. His whole staff was in cahoots with him. Mm-hmm. Like, even whenever the manager or whatever he was was talking about the whole Aaliyah situation, he was like, I looked at Aaliyah and Aaliyah looked at me like she was worried. Like, she just wanted me to say something to stop this. And you didn't. And you didn't. And then he goes, but Aaliyah just had on her regular clothes, started smiling. Nigga, you need to go to fucking jail. For, uh, how about you go to jail for forging documents? Yeah, that part. That's the least that they can goddamn do. They already got you on TV admitting to the shit. Yeah. Nigga, you go to fucking jail, okay? Is he still his manager? No, I said ex-manager. Security guard, nigga, you fucking go because you were the one passing out numbers at the goddamn mall and shit. The security guard was talking? Yep. Yep. He was on there. Take his bitch ass away. Wow. Like, the assistant that was booking flights, you got to go because you're over here booking flights for young girls and you know. Mm-hmm. You know, like there was one girl, R. Kelly um, was in like Florida mm-hmm. and she met him down there and met him at a concert. And this is the one I feel like her parents definitely just passed her off to R. Kelly because mm-hmm. they met him at a concert and were like, y'all just only talk about business. Wait, what? And then the mom had the nerve to get on there and be like, yeah, uh, he was accused of sexual assault, but he was acquitted in a court of law. Just because they couldn't prove it don't mean shit. Do you know why he was acquitted? He was acquitted because the young girl was paid off to say that that wasn't her. Listen. Her daddy got on the stand and said, that's not my daughter. <sighs> like, that, and and what's so, what's so crazy to me is the connection that R. Kelly has. Because even old, the young girl that's in the video's dad... Mm-hmm. And y'all forgive me if I'm all over the place, but this bothered me to my core. The young girl that's in the video, her dad was R. Kelly's drummer. The w- one in the video. Yeah, the girl in the video. Which is Sparkle's niece. Sparkle's niece. Uh-huh. So Sparkle's brother-in-law is R. Kelly's drummer. Mm-hmm. The girl in the video's brother is now Chance the Rapper's drummer. Huh? So the girl in the video, her dad was R. Kelly's drummer. Uh-huh. The girl in the video, her brother currently is still in the industry. Uh-huh. And he's Chance the Rapper's drummer. Uh-huh. So the whole family's been fucking paid off. Mm. And given a sense of stability. Mm. And so 
And whenever you hear about the girl that was talking about the threesome, mm-hmm. whenever you hear what the way that she describes what happened, like R. Kelly brings her into a gym and she said all of the Space Jam decorations are all over the walls. Wow. And mind you, how many people fucking love Space Jam? Girl, me. Like, so the nigga pulled a bed out into the middle of the gym. Mm -hmm. And then the 14-year-old girl from the video comes walking out of the bathroom. And then R. Kelly is like, let's go. Mm -hmm. And they start having sex. And she says that R. Kelly is instructing her to go down on the girl, instructing the girl to go down on her. And said she started crying in the video Mm -hmm. and was like, I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. And said, after they were done, R. Kelly was like, now how the fuck am I supposed to watch this with you crying? Wow. And after they got done, sent the girl, the 14-year-old girl back, and she stayed in the bathroom until they left. Wow. So that's literally the only purpose that this girl served for him was, like, involving her in, like, these, like, sexual situations. Mm -hmm. And he shipped her back. Where are these videos? So the girl that's in the threesome says that R. Kelly took to, one, and that's how she they took got one, them. and she used to carry them. He used to carry them around on him, mm. and she took it. So she, I personally think that she's the one that released the sex tape. Well, I heard that she had it, but she given it to someone else, and they that was her story. Because yeah. then she said that whenever she got it back, mm. R. Kelly started doing lie detector tests on people, and was like, "Do you really have it? Do you mm. have any more copies?" And mm-hmm. said she passed it. Said the dude who she apparently gave it to. He didn't pass his lie detector test. And so R. Kelly was like, until you bring me back all copies of this video, I'm not going to give you the money. And the money was supposed to be like $250,000. Mm. <clears throat> the this, this shit is sick, bruh. It's sick. And we have, to got, we have got to stop acting like R. Kelly is not a fucking menace to this society. Yeah. People are dangerous around him. People are in danger. Little girls are out here being hurt, being being manipulated. (sighs) And the crazy part is like when they start talking about like all the cults, Mm -hmm. like all the, you know, how he had the house set up and stuff. None of these girls are being there without their will. They're not being held against their will. Mm -hmm. These girls are mentally shackled to this man. Mm -hmm. Like they said that like after the first time you have sex with him, he tells you to have, he tells you to call him daddy while you're having sex. And then he's like, well, you need to call me daddy all the time. He stops women from eating. He throws them on a tour bus or locks them in a room. And one girl says she went three days without food. And then R. Kelly came and ate in front of her. And was like, don't stand there. Don't sit there and watch me eat. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's mental. He's he's mentally abusive. Abusive. He's he's demonic. The thing is, I know... We all had some great memories of our R. Kelly songs. I know that we've all loved the R. Kelly bop, but it kills me when people talk about, I can't, you got to separate the man from the music. You can't separate the man from the music Especially when he's talking when about music, pedophilia saying, in the, it. The music is influenced by what the fuck he's doing. Age ain't nothing but a number. This ain't like somebody's acting. Bingo. Even sometimes still, I, I still see the nigga from, uh, I still see Pinky. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I still see... See, uh, uh, Ike Turner sometimes, but this, his music is clearly influenced by some of the shit that he's doing. And it, it, what really like got me was like, people didn't know there was R. Kelly in the back of Leah's album. Girl. 
I'm like, yeah, that's that nigga. And for you to sit here and can and to say you, I must have listened to some R. Kelly. I don't know. Shame like, on you. The, and it, and it's men with with women with girl childs with, <laughs> with female children <laughs> with girl children with young ladies as your children and you you want to listen to this man and want to say I don't know the nigga personally and that's the problem no, that's the problem but you don't have to know the nigga personally because you know niggas like that in real life bingo and this is what leads to you know what I'm saying your daughter gets sexually molested and assaulted and, and you she don't, don't want to tell you, you don't believe her or if she tell you 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 blunt oh that's why you shouldn't have been around them niggas or you shouldn't have dressed like that or you was fast like you find, niggas find a way to flip stuff or you want to go kill somebody because I don't know. I just feel like it's all our responsibility to speak up for Bingo. kids. Like Bingo. I don't and it's to, not even just kid to speak up for anybody, anybody that cannot speak up for themselves. Or who's afraid to. Like I don't I don't give a fuck if that's my kid. Like if my kid is somewhere doing something, I would want you to tell them, hey, cut that out. If somebody's touching my kid, I don't do, oh, I don't know that little girl. So I ain't finna say nothing. Like that's that bullshit. And that's what bothered me the most about it because I was like, there were so many people yeah. who let these girls down. Yeah. You failed them. Yeah. You have completely failed them. And you have let what, you know, what happened to R. Kelly as a youth is unfortunate. Mm -hmm. It's it's extremely unfortunate. Yeah. But you have let this one man's pain Mm -hmm. turn into pain for how many women? He got several of them pregnant, Mm -hmm. was paying for abortions, having his assistant take them, talking about this is my uncle. Mm -hmm. I heard that. Like... You you're you're passing out STDs. R. Kelly has herpes, mm-hmm. and you gave can't. like a 19 year old girl herpes. You can't cure that. Like th- this man is damaging. Th- what he's doing is beyond wrong. And like I said, like fool, this shit literally almost brought fucking tears to my eyes because all I could think about was like I have a 15 year old sister. Yeah. And if there's some predator out here that's like, I, I don't, your family don't love you the way that I love you. Yeah. And They're not going to yeah. love you. Yeah. Come with me. And I can't find her. Yeah. Or, or I'm, you fighting, know, I'm fighting this nigga over you. You can't talk to her. When I tell you that I would, I would, I would get rid of him. Bruh. My whole, he needs to be euthanized. My thing is too, like, the shit that these women are going through, they don't have to live with this for the rest That's of their lives. That's what I'm saying. Like, the rest of their lives. Like, your enjoyment, your pleasure, and this is somebody's life. Like, you don't forget. And people are also... Do you know how people, people out here are struggling with shit that they had done to them when they was four and five Bingo. and six and 12? Like, people literally changing the course of their lives. Like... And then you go out here and this is what you decide to do with And you want to make a song. You, this is what you decide to do with your pain. You want to inflict your pain onto other people. You've turned it into where it's strictly about you. Yeah. Where it's about what you need. Your it's about, needs are paramount. Yes. And like, I can't lie to you. Even after watching that, mm-hmm. I instantly, because do you remember whenever we reported on here about the boy that claimed that R. Kelly had hit him up? Uh-huh. I would not be surprised if R. Kelly doesn't have a cult of boys. Personally, I'm not going to lie to you. I think that R. Kelly is bisexual. Mm-hmm. I think that whenever you think about the fact that how long ago was this tape? Like 15 years ago? It was a long time ago. 15 years ago, this nigga was into coming inside of a girl's mouth and then pissing in her mouth afterwards. And like all this over-sexualized stuff. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that a nigga like that yeah. 
can just get off on regularly. Yeah. This nigga's into some. It, it's gonna take some extra for him to get off yeah. and get what it is that he needs. So we really need to start looking into seeing if, if there's parents who they can't find their sons. Mm. Because a nigga like R. Kelly, I don't think that it's gonna stop. And it and the thing is too, like it's not. It, I think it's way past the point of sex. It's control. It's, the, it's it's power. It's control and power. Like for you to piss on somebody and like if that's your kink, that's your kink. You know what I'm saying? But right. like it seems like you're dehumanizing and, and devaluing somebody. Like you gotta break somebody. And this is pimps always say, um, if you take her her mind, her body will follow. Bingo. Like And he's got their mind. Psychologically, and we've all been in love with somebody before, and like we know, like, oh, I need to leave this nigga alone. But you love them, or you know what I'm saying? Y'all get into it. You, you really supposed to call the police, but you don't. But you don't. Because you you don't want to see them. Like, we've all been there before. So I can't even say like what really bugs me is like oh, they they weren't there against their will. They were there with somebody that they loved. They're they're with somebody who has full control of their mind. Yeah, they are they are there with someone who they think really loves them, who's going to take care of them. Yeah, you don't know how many like what they've gone through. Like if you ha- if and I always say this too. Like if you've if you've experienced not eating, no lights, no electricity, you don't know what you endure for somebody who's going to feed you hmm. for stability, for a promise of like you ain't gonna never have to go hungry again, you ain't gonna never want for money again. You don't know what you do, yep. and to feel like oh I've been rescued, I'm a, I'm eternally grateful. Like that feeling of loyalty is a motherfucker, especially when you feel hello. like you owe somebody some shit. Like hello, you rescued me. Like I owe you everything. Yeah, like and I think what he's just being just a classic manipulative nigga Mm -hmm. is that in the beginning he's showing you this like super good side of him Mm -hmm. where it's like you know i'm i'm just this i'm this hurt person that needs help because we've all tried to help somebody who needed some help Uh, who who, who proposition that they need some help yes we've all been there but they don't want no help they don't want no help they happy being where they are right like whenever they were talking to his um ex-wife on there she was like i was just looking for the man who needed me to help him read again like yeah girl that's what and i was just and even with her like i feel like she's still under his spell because why are you still carrying his last name but it is what it is that's not my business whatever but i was just like you know what all the parents that handed their handed their children over to this man Mm -hmm. shame on you all the parents who ever accepted a dime from this man Mm -hmm. shame on you all the staff that accepted money from this man, mm-hmm. shame on you. All of you need to go to fucking prison because you have okay. let little black girls down on a whole other level. Mm-hmm. Shame on Aaliyah's parents. I just, and then her parents made that statement or whatever. That she didn't have sex with him. Shut up. Who are, who are y'all convincing yourself? Like, it's making How you else better? did she get pregnant? Because he, they also stated on there that he gave Aaliyah $100,000 not to press charges on him. Not to press charges on him. Yes. After their relationship ended. Bruh. Like, so y'all took this money. And the sad part is, is that during Aaliyah's teens, she's dealing with R. Kelly. And then Aaliyah died whenever she was how old? Still in her 20s, right? 21, 22. Mm-hmm. This girl didn't even have a chance to have a life. <sighs> whenever she was finally starting to come into her own, we lost her. So shame, shame on y'all. 
Shame on y'all. And I hope nothing good came of any of the money that anybody took from this man. No, they all broke. This man R. Kelly. ran a whole entire fucking sex cult. And you wonder why he's fucking broke. <sighs> it's, it's, real, it's real expensive to keep people quiet. To hush people. Especially whenever you got to hush that many people. And even like one of the girls, her mom actually like was looking for her on the documentary and found her inside of a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw that. And the like the somebody posted that. Or yeah, whatever. like, and the assistant they blurred out the assistant's face and like distorted the voice, so we don't know if it was male or female. We don't know who the assistant was or whatever. Uh-huh. But um, the assistant was like, um, her name was Dominique. Uh-huh. Said Dominique is like the most defiant one, and she's tried to escape a few times. Uh-huh. So to punish her, R. Kelly makes her look like a boy. Uh-huh. So he cut off all her hair. She dresses like a boy, like all of that. Uh-huh. And so her mom actually found her on the documentary and she opened up the door to the hotel and her mom was like, is somebody in there with you? And she was like, Joycelyn. Joycelyn is the one that came out. Joycelyn Savage with yeah, her parents. with the parents and she was on TMZ. Uh-huh. She's like, Joycelyn's here. She was like, come back at six. Uh-huh. So the mom's like, okay, okay. Which for one, I don't understand why. You, you left her. No, you coming with me now. I would have been like, I don't give a fuck who's in this goddamn room. What the fuck are they going to do to me? Go get your bag. If I got a whoop ass, I'm going to just have to whoop ass. Okay. So R. Kelly, be R. Kelly himself could be up in this bitch. Really, honestly, and truth is probably what I prefer. Because, nigga, we need to handle some things. I'm going out blasting. Take me to jail. I don't Bingo. care. Bingo. I'm going to get off. <laughs> Bingo. And so her mom comes back. And then the hotel manager is like, I need to talk to you, uh-huh. said that her daughter called the police and said that that's not my mom and um, and said that they told her that she can't be on the premises. So the mom goes and is like crying. She goes and she's like calling her daughter. Her daughter answers. She's like, Mama, that wasn't me. She's like, I didn't call the police on you. Uh-huh. And so the mom was like, I knew that wasn't you. She's like, I'm hiding in the bathroom. Uh-huh. The mom sat in the bathroom stall for like 20 minutes. Mm. Her daughter finally came in mm-hmm. and she like just ran out the door with her daughter. And so they're showing like, you know, she has her daughter and her daughter was like, mama, I just made the hardest decision I've ever had to make. Uh-huh. And um, the daughter came running out. She just had on her clothes and I think she had like a backpack or something with her. They blurred her face out? No, they showed her. Uh-huh. But the sad part was at the end of it, they showed that three days after her mama saved her, she went back. She went back. Yeah. And that now she's back with her mom for good and is trying to, like, heal from all of this. Wow. Did they say what happened when she went back? No, they didn't say anything. I thought they were going to try to interview her. They didn't interview her. But, like, the two people that they were really focusing on was the Joycelyn girl Uh and another young girl named Azriel, who R. Kelly basically took her after her graduation from high school. But he was, like, sleeping with her. And that's the girl that was in Florida where her parents met him at the the concert. Uh Uh-huh. And said they called their daughter and was like, where are you? And she was like, I'm at a hotel with R. Kelly. They go to the hotel. They see her car outside and they see his tour bus. Uh-huh. The hotel staff is like, there's no R. Kelly here. And she and was like, tour bus is she was like, I see his tour bus. My daughter is 16. Yeah. She said that she's here with him. Mm-hmm. Where are they? Girl, R. Kelly had rented out two floors wow. of the hotel. And they were up there. They were up there. You know, I heard something too, like he would park at the McDonald's and stuff. Yep. Remember, remember the nigga didn't go on a Jay-Z tour and he was, he was at McDonald's flipping burgers? Yep. Bruh. 
The nigga's fucking sick. Very. And said that the, then the daughter came running down. I was like, Mama, I'm interviewing with him. Y'all are ruining my big chance. Her parents logged into her iCloud. She had sex with him that day, that she was over there at the hotel with him. Wow. Had sex with him. And it's like to think that, like, he ran across virgins and yeah. was like, oh, this is even better. Wow. And, like, you know, like, I just, I'm just like, to lose your virginity to a man that's like that. I just want more people to speak out about it, too. Like, y'all know more stuff than what was said. Like, no offense, but Jay-Z, like, you made a whole album with the nigga. Like, I know you know. Y'all didn't even finish the tour. So what do you know? And that's the thing. It's like people need to be honest about. And just say. And just say. I think, though. You fucked up. But I think, though, if they say that, they're going to realize how they fucked up. Because they were there. They were privy to some of the shit they seen. Yeah, I'm sure they were. I'm pretty sure they saw the girls in the studio and all that shit. And they was, was like. You know, quiet too. So I think a lot of times too, if they come out, they're going to expose themselves. Right. And I even, somebody sent me a meme and it was like R. Kelly and Aaliyah at 15 and whatever R. Kelly's age was. And then it said Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, the the age difference is disgusting. Yeah. It's been disgusting. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. But let's not forget the other shit that comes along with R. Kelly. Yeah. The manipulation, the mm-hmm. the sexual abuse, the physical abuse, the mental abuse. Mm-hmm. And let's not also forget, I think uh, Matthew Nolas wasn't going for no fuck shit with uh, Beyonce. Mm. I mean, we, I don't really know what happened, but I'm pretty sure... Uh, Jay Z couldn't have did have the shit that R Kelly done to these girls, and the other another thing too, they're married. R Kelly ain't married none of these girls. He married Aaliyah. He ain't married no more. He married his wife. But I'm saying like he even married. I think he married her to just cover up what it was that he was doing. That he the was wife, doing that shit. The wife claimed that she didn't see nothing. Okay. She's like, I was like, where did you find the time to make these hit records, go on tour, find these young girls, sleep with these young girls, and still come home? I was like, bitch, you can sit there and lie if you want to. <laughs> I don't believe that your husband was out here having a full fucking sex cult, and you didn't know it. I don't believe that he was out here doing what he was doing and was having threesomes and didn't include you. <sighs> Honestly and truthfully, fool, the whole thing was a lot to stomach. And the fact that he's continuing to carry on. And what really bothered me the most is that it just goes to show you that people don't care about black girls. Nope. Because had it been, had Sue Ellen been in the mix. Oh, Sue Ellen's parents wouldn't have been with the shit. They wouldn't have been with the shit at all. They might have been with the shit, but R. Kelly would have been his ass in prison a long time ago. Yeah, they would have had him in jail. They would have had him in jail. Suellen's parents would have called the cops. Hell yeah. And Suellen's parents wouldn't have took money from him. They would have been like, no. Not (laughs) Not, not not going to take my daughter. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Not this You better go buy somebody else. That's what they would have said. Yeah. They they definitely would have pressed charges. They would have pressed charges. So. I just uh, saw a tweet that said black men are literally the cause of the root of everything that we're going through. And that's, that's that's a harsh tweet. But it's a fact. But it ain't too far off. It's a fact. It ain't too far off. Like, you you just don't give, and this is me, you just don't, to me, give any black girl any confidence that that she matters in this world. And 
I think as a black woman, you get to the truth where you get to the realization that like you're unprotected, like disrespected. Yeah. Like, I mean, have you come to that realization as a black woman? Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like we I don't know. There may be some uh, there, there may be some black women out here who can say that they've never felt disrespected or uh, anything by a black man. But I just I just feel like. We are very unprotected. You look on on videos every day. You know what I'm saying? You see niggas hitting on women and people just standing by. You see, you know, people doing just anything to black girls and nobody caring. And like, what's the video the other day where the girl was at the gas station and like 14 niggas were around her? Like, hey, bitch, give me your number, bitch. Uh, Hey, uh -uh, bitch, I'm finna. You didn't see. Mm -mm. When I saw that video, I said, you know what? And not to mention, like, I told you, my client, her and her room, like, they went outside and jumped somebody in the car. And he, the dude's in the car with the girl. Instead of driving off, she was getting her ass whooped by niggas and bitches. And, like... A bitch definitely gonna get sweated around this motherfucker. And she's trying to buy gas. Wow. And whenever I was looking at the comments, and people, I saw one comment that was like, "When you ask God for a hood nigga, he give you 14. And I'm just like, y'all find the humor in this shit? I would have ran some of them niggas over. I would have turned them niggas into speed bumps. Into emblems. And it's like for real. And it's like the fact that like you you're not even protected at the gas station, fam. They're doing something that you have to do. Have to do. Instead and, and instead of what niggas pumping your gas, you bitch and hoe. Like all them is, niggas and not one of y'all said, say fam, y'all, relax. Chill out. She's just trying to get gas, bruh. Like, leave her alone. Not one of y'all, not one of you bruh. felt the need to even Speak up. That shit is actually trash. It's it's super trash. And when I fool, whenever I tell you, this shit bothers me to my core mm-hmm. because I'm just like this. And I like I was talking to Ebony the other day, and I was like, and maybe this may be an irrational fear, mm-hmm. but I am so afraid to bring a child into this world. That's not irrational. I'm so afraid. I'm so afraid to bring a boy into this world. I'm so afraid to bring a girl into this world. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can't leave them in a bubble and you can't just like, you know, you can't do anything. And it's like, you've got to deal with all of these outside sources that can have an effect on your child. Yeah. All of these things that you have no control over. Mm -hmm. And it's like, the only thing I can control is whether or not I bring you here. Yeah. And so it's like, I'm so afraid. I'm so afraid because I can promise you a nigga put his hands on a child. I don't, a nigga, a bitch, an old lady, an old man, a young kid. They're done. Yeah. They're done. And that's why I could not find it in me to understand someone accepting money for your kid. Yeah. For you to put a price tag on your own, the child that you, that the child that you raised, into this world, yeah. the child that you brought into this world. Yeah. And that's what you decided for your child's purpose to be, to be R. Kelly's receptacle. Yeah. For what? For fucking what? Mm. 
Like we have failed. And I even, I'm thinking to myself, like, have I failed anyone? Yeah. Is there something that I could have spoke up on? Mm-hmm. Because I think back to whenever I was in middle school mm-hmm. and a girl that I was in the grade with was having sex with my history teacher. Huh? Yes. We were in the seventh grade. Wow. And he took her out for Valentine's Day. Bruh. Her parents brought her home. Huh? I mean, he brought her home and her parents noticed that she was like, her hair was messed up uh-huh. and like her clothes. And they took her to the hospital and they did a rape kit on her. And I saw them come and carry my teacher out the following Monday. Wow. Like, and I think about the things that I have encountered. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, we've even talked about it. Yeah. How, like, niggas have, like, pushed on you and, like, you know, like, tried to coerce you to do, you know, to have sex with them. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, like I said, a dude tried it with me in college. If I had spoken up, like, who's to say that he didn't go out here and hurt somebody? Yeah. And if I had spoken up, like... Fool, the shit brings me to tears. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not even going to lie because it's sad. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad the world that we live in. It's it's sad that we are exposing children to this shit. Yeah. It's sad that we expect for children to live full lives, carrying pain and trauma. Yeah. When all kids are supposed to be doing right now is singing Baby Shark. <laughs> like, yeah. Having like playing, playing, like doing regular, like little kid shit. Yeah. Like the shit, the shit is, the shit is so damaging. And we've just got to be so extremely careful. And you have got to protect not only your own children, but other children yeah. at all costs. Yeah. And not the, that's not my business. Like, I know we talk a lot about it, a lot about, you know, like mind your goddamn business, like folks, not that stuff. But it comes to a point where, Certain stuff you just like, okay, I'm barbecuing in the park. Right. Mind your fucking business. My daughter's crying and she's in the car with a grown ass man. Like, question that shit. Ask me. And see, they don't question that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'll walk past that and, and not question it or or, whatever, or let it be a white girl and a black man and he's taking care of her. They're going to hmm. question that. I'm but, telling you. It's just very, I think, so I don't, I don't think I've ever said this, but my daughter is 11. And she does not look like an 11-year-old. Right. And I cried when she told me that she had, you know. Right. And I was just like, damn. Like, I remember, like, when I when I started developing, like, we were at the mall one time. We were at Victoria's Secret, and I was looking at underwear. Mm-hmm. And this girl was with her dad. And he looked like he was about 50, 60 years old. And he walked up behind me. He's like, I'd I, I love to see your nose. Well, I think we were, what, I was 14, 15? Hmm. And just like they had posted a question on Twitter, like when was the first time a man sexually, um, when was the first time a man sexually noticed you? And I was like, I was eight when Aunt I noticed bruh. that. I was eight, and this was a fifteen-year-old boy, and we almost had sex. And I didn't, I didn't know what sex was. He he put his dick out. And he was like, I can have sex with you right now, but you're too young. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And it's like, it's just, I, I literally cry, cry with my daughter. Cause I mean, she don't look like an 11 year old. She's tall. She's shapely. And she could look like an 11 year old. There's somebody out here still. Well, and, but she, she acts like an 11 year old. Right. And people will look at her and be like, oh, she's a woman. No, she's not a woman. So far from it. She's a child. She's, she's actually a small child. She don't <laughs> bathe every day. Girl. <laughs> like she's a kid. 
And just the the fact that, you know, there's someone who like is lusting after her just like boils my blood. Boils my blood. I'm and telling you. That's <laughs> I, I know I know I know it got deep. Yeah. And I know it got like extremely how do we move emotional. how do we move from this? Full. No, I'm talking about in the show. How do how do cause I, I was thinking to myself, you gotta die. Huh? He gotta die. He has to. Like he just off himself. At this point. Like I I'm not but okay, and we have to start holding people accountable for playing and supporting R. Kelly as well. Like Bingo. The the DJs, I know it's disrespectful for you to come listen, next time you play some R. Kelly, I'm coming up in your booth and like turn this shit off. Like or booing when the song comes on. Like, we just, y'all, please stop playing his music. Like, please stop supporting this man. Aunties, please stop going to his concerts. Please stop wiping this man down on stage with a, a goddamn. Wiping his tongue. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, can y'all please stop? Like, yeah. this is this is toxic behavior and contributing to it. Please stop. That's that's it. Like, you may not be able to stop what he's doing in his personal life, but the least you can try to do is make an impact on his professional life. There's what no way that R. Kelly should be still making money. Mm-hmm. There's no way that R. Kelly should still be able to go on tour. We're dealing with a man that is so incredibly dangerous and so incredibly cocky. Because he's gotten away with it. You heard that y'all should have did this 30 years ago, 20 I, years ago. I, I, got, I got 9 million people that hate me and 4 billion people that love me. Like, nigga, shut up. You, you, if I put a 4 and a 3 in front of you now, nigga, you, couldn't, you wouldn't be able to decipher either one of them. Bruh. You can't read. Like, I saw somebody post it was like, damn, we talking all this shit about R. Kelly and nigga can't read none of it. Yeah. I said, well, hmm. Hope, hopefully somebody can relay the message to him. Because I even went to his Instagram page and, like, he's disabled all of the comments on, like, all of his posts since, like, maybe September, mm-hmm. October. So I went to his last post that like you could actually comment on. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you there were so many people that were like, I love you, R. Kelly. Happy birthday, R. Kelly. And yeah. there were a lot of people who were like, nigga, you're you're nasty. Nasty nigga. You're a nasty ass nigga. Like you something needs to be done with you. Like Dropped enough a is new enough. Hit late last night. Girl, and I'm saying people I'm friends with like this shit. Who oh. who are my friends with? Oh girl. Life? I unfollowed wow. everybody that I follow that follows R. Kelly. I unfollowed all of them yesterday. Do you see one? Which one? Uh, Shad Ward. Um, is that surprising? Doesn't he look like a, a a demonizing a woman a womanizer? Wow. <sighs> wow. You know what I'm saying, fam, these. And any nigga that sticks up for R. Kelly too much, I'm really looking at you skeptical. Because I feel like you have no respect for black women. Like what, won't, what won't you do? And you don't give a fuck. At all. You don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So, But let us just pray. Let us pray for this world. Let us pray for these children. Because these children got to take over this shit once we dead and gone. Girl, once we hear they got they taking over this shit. Bingo. Bingo. Like wow. somebody is out there teaching the next Obama. Somebody is out there teaching the next whoever. Somebody's out there teaching the kid that's going to find the cure for cancer. Somebody's out there teaching the kid that's going to find the cure for diabetes. Like he these children. Lathan? Oh, yeah. I saw the Sinai Lathan post. I was like, shame on you. Wow. Shame on you. 
and people giving John Legend flack for going up there. Hell, at least he went up there. At least he had the some of your faves to, were too scared to even do it. To even, I, well, I don't want to say too much. I'm telling you, nigga, say something. I'm telling you, just say something. But that's all I got in this week with the shits. And we can go ahead and move on over. All right, so you ready to go ahead and go on over to Let's Argue? Let's go. All right. Okay, first thing first, let's have a little bit of ray of sunshine in this dancery. Okay. Um, Tennessee Governor Bill Haslam finally grants Centoya Brown clemency. I don't even sure I'm saying her name right. She's free. I know how to say that part. Centoya Brown. I wonder why they got to wait until August, though. I don't know. Well, I don't know. But she's 30. Did you know her birthday is the same day as uh, Gucci? Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a little scary, girl. I didn't have testimony. I'm saying it's just it's a little, <laughs> it's a little worrisome, based on. Um, so, she did spend the last uh, 14 years behind jail, behind bars for sh- shooting and killing a man. Um, she was trying to get a daughter at, six, at 16. Um, said she was forced into sex work and feared for her life when she killed 43-year-old Johnny Allen in 2004. So she could be released as early as August 7th on time serve. After that, she will stay on parole for the next 10 years. Um, had, he, had he not commuted her sentence, she wouldn't be eligible for parole until she was 69 years old. Wow. So they had passed a ruling that she had to serve 51 years before she was able to. So mm. granted, she missed a lot of the things that a normal 16, you know, you need no prom, you right. know what I'm saying? No, nothing. Mm. And I had posted it and like one of my Facebook friends was like, well, let's just talk about, you know, it was cold blooded. I'm just like, let's not. Like, are you the same person you was at 16 that you are now? Thank you. <laughs> like, nope. shut the fuck up. Like people just, regardless of if she did it on purpose, whether she didn't like, let's look at the facts that she was 16 years old and she was a prostitute. Yeah, how about that? Let's, let's, let's start with that. Like, you don't know what trauma that entails, like to be with different men and. Yeah. And it's so crazy. Whenever I was in Atlanta, I went to go use the bathroom uh-huh. at the uh, MLK Civic Center or whatever it's uh-huh. called. Mm-hmm. And whenever I was using the bathroom, I closed the stall and there was a sign on the back of it uh-huh. that said, if you're a victim of human trafficking, uh-huh. here's a phone number that you can call. Mm-hmm. And if you're unable to call, here's a phone number that you can text. Mm-hmm. And that was my first time seeing anything like that. Really? And I was like, wow. Like the fact that someone thought like the bathroom might be a place where you, you actually by yourself. be by yourself. When I refer clients to um, a safety shelter, there's a website you can go to it. And if they, and it's a button, like if they're accusers in a room, press this button and it'll go to like a pizza screen or something like that. It'll, it'll clear the screen off. Are you serious? And you can't go back to what was on the last thing on there. Yeah. The fact that those measures are out there. Yeah. Wow. So praise the Lord. Um, she's going to be free soon. Amen. Um, have you heard about this though? The woman in uh, a 14 year old coma gives birth in Arizona. I saw that. Yeah. So the CEO of the healthcare facility resigned. Um, there's a police investigation into the rape and subsequent pregnancy of a female patient who's been in a vegetative state for more than a decade. Um, so let's see. According to reports, the unidentified 29-year-old patient had been raped several times, and the staff mm. had no idea she was pregnant until she went into labor and gave birth to a healthy baby boy on December 29th. 
Um, on the 8th, the investigators served uh, the Hacienda Healthcare with a search warrant for DNA samples from all of its male employees in hopes of finding out who was responsible for the woman's rape and pregnancy. Fool. The victim had been in a vegetative state for 14 years following a near-drowning incident and, um, and is an enrolled member of the local San Carlos Apache tribe. So it sounds like she's a Native American. Mm-hmm. Um, in an anonymous interview, a former caregiver of the woman expressed disbelief that her pregnancy went unnoticed. I can't believe that someone could bathe her daily for nine months and never knew that she wouldn't have a period, that she, wasn't, that she was growing in her midsection, that the nurses weren't keeping track of her weight. Those things are shocking to me. And that tells me one of two things. Y'all won't do it on the shit that I said y'all was Bingo. doing. <laughs> Bingo. Bingo. Y'all, she probably wasn't bathed every day. No. Like, that's like one of the... They probably came in there and made sure they turned her. And then she was breathing. Yep. That's the thing, like, (laughs) I seen, like, it was like a nurse, like, putting in um, pulses in all four uh, extremities in in their paraplegia, like, uh, their uh, amputee. Like, how you gonna put somebody got pulses in their their ankles and they ain't got no ankles? Mm -hmm. Like... Yeah, this is I'm not I'm not an advocate of nursing homes at all because there are very few that are good. Girl. And even the good ones, you have people in there abusing your papa and your granny and hitting on them and doing everything else. And like, they want you to pay six thousand dollars a month for granny to go in there and get hit on. Basically. Bye. And abused. Fuck that. Um, so but bro, this this whole thing is it's just strange. And I heard uh was it envy? Is it like she had to have a C section? No, you fool. Like, Gita had enough kids to know, like, once your body goes into active labor, like, you can't stop that. I'm telling you. Like, you can't you. be like, no, baby, no, stop. Wait, 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 wait. The baby don't come out regardless. And just like, wow. So I think the baby is possibly... Um, so it said it's possible to bring a, ter- a fetus to term, but it depends on how far along you are in the pregnancy. If you are at 27 weeks, you could possibly have a C-section, but if you're only two weeks pregnant, I don't think many hospitals would try that because it could harm the fetus. Um, that, but that is exactly what happened. Um, in 2001, when doctors in Cincinnati learned a patient named Chastity Cooper was two, two weeks pregnant when she suffered a serious head injury in a car accident and lapsed into a coma. The pregnancy was carried to full term and delivered vaginally. As doctors wrote out a C-section because of the risk of getting anesthesia to a comatose patient. Hmm. In 1995, a woman identified only as Kathy, who had been in a coma for a decade, was raped and impregnated by an aide at a New York nursing home. Kathy's pregnancy was discovered when she was four months along, but her Roman Catholic family was against abortion and chose to have her carry the fetus to term. Kathy died shortly before the son's first birthday, and the case resulted in the passing of Kathy's law in 1988, which required background checks, 1998, right. for nursing aides. Lord. So they her, the family member has declined <laughs> to give a statement, but um, yeah. Bruh. Okay, so she's already got pregnant, had the baby. Mm-hmm. Has anybody decided to do some STD testing on her? Yeah. Because for somebody to be climbing up on top of her. Unprotected. Unprotected. Doing whatever it is that they want to do with her body. We should maybe check and make sure she doesn't have something. Mm. What kind of fucking world? Do you see the kind of world we live in? Bruh. You that hard up that you had to take something from somebody who can't even consent to give you none. I'm telling you. And you get them pregnant. And you get them pregnant. Oh, you stupid. You stupid, stupid. You're a weirdo. You're a sick fuck. You're a sick fuck. Climb on somebody who has is in the hospital because they need medical treatment, 
and you decide to do whatever it is, you know, child, hmm, off with their head. I believe once they find, because they gonna find your ass. Yeah, the DNA. They they gonna find Dummy. you. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, boy. <laughs> Dummy. Yes, it's grass, pal. I'm telling you, like, it's like just whenever you think that shit can't get no worse. We got R. Kelly, women in a coma, woman in a coma getting pregnant. And then we have the uh government shutdown. Oh gosh. Oh Jesus. I'm ready whenever you are. <laughs> so the TSA officers are expected to miss a paycheck this Friday if the government doesn't reopen Wednesday. It has not. Some fifty one thousand TSA officers along with air traffic controllers are among four hundred and twenty thousand federal workers required to work through the shutdown without pay. It began on the twenty second. Um, and Trump and Nancy Pelosi and somebody else, yeah. Chuck, went in to try to rectify this and he walked out and said total waste or total leaf fruit. I don't know what the fuck he said. A waste of goddamn time. Pretty much. I'm just like <laughs> Um, it's okay. Like you can say they can miss a paycheck because your living arrangements are already secure, but housing mm. don't care or your, your landlord don't care that you ain't got paid. Okay, like what? And uh, you, your car don't care that you ain't got paid and they, the bank will come and pick your shit up and you stomach grumbling and your stomach don't care if you ain't got paid. Oh, I'm telling you, like whenever I, I, I heard that like TSA agents have been like started driving Uber. Mm. Yeah, they have to do side hustles. But the thing is, they're federal employees deemed essential who must work through the shutdown, but without pay. So they're going to get what's called furlough, which when, when the government's back up and running, they're going to get paid for the time off. But I'm just like, you know, you're expecting people who don't, who aren't much higher than middle class to be able to survive during this time. And when asked that, he was just like, oh, they'll they'll survive. Or I'm I'm pretty sure they want this law. I'm pretty sure they want the goddamn paychecks. <laughs> Hello. Like I don't, I don't even know if this is gonna affect me at all because I'm a government employee. That's what I'm saying. That's why I was just like, if Trump really wants the wall that bad, don't you have like a whole fucking like construction company or something? Go build the shit. No, because he ain't paid them. Hmm. Bingo. If you really want it that bad, go pay for it. Okay, because you had the the U.S. citizens paying for you to go back and forth to Florida. How many times last What's year? Milagro or whatever it's called. Or whatever the hell it's called. Yep. Some shit I can't afford to go to, but I'm helping pay for it. Yeah, but also um, the impact is on people who really can't afford it the most, like people receiving food stamps. So yep. they found a clause to be able to give people their food stamps early in February. But had, if the uh, shut if the shutdown goes longer than February, then millions of people won't be able to get food that they need. Um, also. So housing, so not even like people getting housing, but they're putting, they're stop, they're stopping. You really can apply for food stamps right now. You really can apply for housing because they, they aren't giving out the grant money and things like that mm. and stuff like that. So all this behind a wall. And I did find something about like what, I don't even know where the thing was I was using, but it was just talking about like how um, most of the, dang, where is it at? I know I say that article how um fuck where is it (laughs) i know i was reading like uh conflicting things about the irs and whether or not people were going to be getting their uh income tax well for what i read they aren't going to stop doing the income tax like people are going to get their income tax but i'm just but the irs is running it like a fraction of the employees that they what we're supposed to be running at that's i had heard that also so it was something... Make these managers work. It was something that um, 
it was talking about just basically like what you need to understand about like stopping the wall. So a majority of the immigrants that are coming over are are coming over on um, expired visas. Like they're coming here legally. Right. And just overstaying their visa. Well, I think it's like 40, I think it was actually like 60%. Mm-hmm. So stopping a wall ain't going to stop nobody from flying over. Yeah, I think, and so many people are, the people who are actually ignorant enough to even be standing in behind this is like, their main concern is like, oh, well, you know, uh, criminals coming over here. Mm-hmm. So you going to act like we ain't got plenty of fucking American criminals that are right here? Yeah. And that we have... Uh... <sighs> Bless you. Thank you. For you to say that they're terrorists, but there have been no evidence to prove that any terrorists are coming uh, from the South. Yep. Like, bruh, I just don't, I just don't understand the wall. Like, I don't understand the concept of the wall. I don't understand the concept of the wall either. Like, if people really want to get here, they're going to find another point of entry. And you're talking about the gangs with, with MS-13. MS-13 started here in America. It sure did. It didn't start in Mexico, first of all. People are just really dumb, Dumbass. Stupid ass. People are just very dumb. Like, whenever I saw, like, that GoFundMe page that had, like, how many millions of dollars in it? it? It wasn't a billion. It wasn't close to a billion, but it was enough. Like, the fact that people are actually willing to go ahead and take this money and put it on a GoFundMe page. And you have people out here. Do you know how many people could be affected by that kind of money? Mm-hmm. You have people that are hungry. You have people who need assistance paying their electricity bill this month. You have people who don't have gas to go to work, but they're trying to work. Mm-hmm. You have people who are who don't have clothes, who don't have shoes, who don't have a roof, who don't have food in their stomach. Mm-hmm. And you post it with your stupid ass on a GoFundMe page? Mm. Like, if you don't take your $5 donation... And go do something conducive. Something that's going to help somebody today. Do something human. Yeah. I, I hate people. <laughs> I really do. Well, this just come in. Another black woman or another woman who had been, uh, who killed her ex in self-defense, granted clemency after 15 years in prison. Oh, what? Uh, we on Hunter, uh, Ohio Governor John Cusack. She was convicted of murdering uh, Andrew Harris in 2005, but it wasn't until last June that the Ohio Parole Board recommended clemency on the basis of evidence not presented at her trial. Hunter testified that Harris, with whom she'd broken up a few months earlier, attacked her after he accused her of cheating on him. She said he beat her, choked her, poured hot sauce in her eyes, and cut her with a knife before she stabbed him. Oh, my gosh. New evidence related to the battered woman syndrome, a subcategory of PTSD, apparently convinced the parole board that Hunter was telling the truth and and that also that Hunter proved she suffered prior domestic violence at Harris's hands and that she generally feared for her life and had no way to escape his attack in the minutes before she stabbed him. Too bad the jury didn't feel the same way when they convicted her of murder and felonious assault in 2005, for which she was ordered life in prison. Wow. They're not believing us. Lord. They don't believe us when we say somebody touching us. They don't believe us when we say somebody beating on us and we got to kill these niggas. And then we're going to get life. Yeah. And then you got to go to jail. So it's either not be believed or go to, or lose your freedom. And then hoping someone will be like, well, we're we going to fight for you. But there are millions of people who won't have nobody fight for them at all. I'm telling you. At Oh, damn, I really tried to find that article. I saw the article about like the top 10, ten top ten things you need to understand about like the wall and like the myths and stuff like that, but I cannot find it, but I'll find it next time. Um Lord fam. Let me see what else I had. Cause I think it um I was just about to Oh, 
uh, I don't know if we talked about like the homeless man with the GoFundMe, how they took, um, remember like they had, uh, they put us the video of him um, oh, giving him wasn't that, it staged? Like, yeah, his yeah. last $20. Yeah. So they arrested him. They found out they were all in cahoots. And I think they raised like over $300,000 and they were supposed to split it and didn't. Or and then they tried to sue? $400,000, yeah. The guy tried to sue because he didn't get his portion or whatever. But it, what they realized is that they were all, I mean, they were all three and together. Hmm. Well, it sounds like you need to give everybody their goddamn money back. Which GoFundMe is trying to refund everyone their money. So, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the people are trash. Yeah. Well, that's it for that. We have two questions. Oh, okay. okay so we got one question. <clears throat> are you ready for this? Uh, I'm ready. So here's uh, hear ye, hear ye. Okay. So here's my situation. Let me tell you about my situation. <laughs> I've been dating this girl for about three weeks now, and things are good. She's dope, super chill, and I enjoy my time with her. Well, the other night we were getting down and dirty, and since we were both pretty buzzed from our night out at the bar, I decided to get a little freaky. I okay. Go- <laughs> I, just came on. <laughs> uh, I go down on her and eat the vagina like a box of bagel bites. <laughs> I love her ass, so I decided to go from the front to the back, and what happened next is shocking. Hey, let's get it. As, as I'm going to lick her butthole, I feel something with my tongue. At first, I thought it was something like lint. Then I went at her booty again, and that's when I realized that this chick had a hairy asshole. Oh, my stomach just kind of turned. <laughs> Doing flip-flops. Hell, yeah. Like hair like a dude-ass hair. Disgusted. I excused myself to the bathroom and began to puke. I was so embarrassed that I didn't know what to do, so I left. I like this chick, and we chatted via text since the incident. I told her I wasn't really feeling well and blamed it on the booze, when really, I can't stop thinking about her having a hairy asshole. That's actually nasty. How do I, how do I tell her nicely to shave it? Is that rude? What do I do? I appreciate your advice. Hair ain't fair. So I'm wondering, was the vagina not hairy? Here's my thing. And I know I've said this before. I've, I've attempted to, to shave my booty hole, but that's hard to reach back there. So it ain't she, that hard, fam. Bitch, I have a... I'm a good buck on you. <laughs> My arms aren't as agile. It's harder to hold these cheeks open and to do that. Like, I'm not ambidextrous. Like, I don't feel like it's that hard. Okay. Well, you also shave every day. I mean, but if she's shaving her vagina, she can reach that. You can reach a cat. Wow, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you really want to shave your ass, she'll shave it. Maybe she, don't Maybe know she just don't know. Maybe she don't know it's hairy. You, you, if you know your vagina grow hair, how often do you look at your asshole? You don't have to look at your asshole. You can feel it. Can can you? Yes, you can feel hair. You can feel. I just don't feel like hair is irritating in your booty hole. It doesn't have to be irritating. You can feel hair because after I shave my ass, my ass feels slick. It feels different. Huh? Yeah, it feels like... The inside of your booty hole feel different? No, I ain't going all the way in my butthole. So you don't go So you don't go in your booty? No, you shave the inside of the cheeks. That's where the hair growing. So you don't shave your ass crack? You don't open up your booty and shave that part? Yes, that's where you shave. It's the inside uh, so, of the cheek. But you're not going in your booty well, you, hole. Yeah, you're not going in your anus. But you just shave on the side of the cheeks. It's not... Like, I'm not shaving my actual asshole. I'm shaving the hair that leads to it. Maybe that's why you say you can't reach it. What? Because you try to you try to reach in, in, in go into your colon. <laughs> I'm not trying to reach it. I'm saying you have you 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 talking about you shave, so you, you open your okay. Here's butt. 
Uh-huh. You open your booty. Uh-huh. You shave that. No, you shave like this. You shave up? You, like, you go, you're in the shower, <laughs> you take your razor, you take one hand, put this down. Okay. <laughs> you take the razor in your other hand, and you shave like this. Let me see, turn around. <laughs> I was gonna see that. Show me how you. And then you take the other hand. Oh, that's what you do? Yes. I thought you were shaving like this. Why would you shave like that? <laughs> Bitch, I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were shaving horizontally. No, like you, you, like I you shave squ- it vertically. Like you're squeezing, squeezing the window. Oh, no. Whenever you get waxed, she pulls it vertically. But I thought she getting the hair on, your, on, on the cheeks. Like, I thought you have hair. On that part, like you know, y'all thinking like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> I thought they that they do the hair like that's inside your booty cheeks, like on your booty cheeks. Don't you have hair on your booty cheeks? Like on the outside? No, on the inside, like the inside of your booty. That's where I'm shaving. But you're going up and down. You're doing horizontal. Yeah, I mean, just shave vertically. Up. Just shave up. Why would I go out like this? Why would you go horizontally? Yeah. Why would I go like that? That's probably. That's too much work. Just swipe up. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> just like them commercials. Just swipe up. Just swipe up. It literally takes like two seconds. Bruh, I'm scared. It literally takes like two seconds. And I would wait. Like, I wouldn't eat her ass anymore if you really like this girl. Don't eat her ass anymore. Yeah, and then hairy. if she starts hinting at the fact that she wants that done, you should be like, well, babe, you know, last time I went down there, it was a little, it was a little extra down there waiting for me. <laughs> Okay. You can shave. Is it rude for me to say something? No. I don't think so either. Like, nigga, you had her ass in your mouth. No hoes bar. Yeah, like. Say what the fuck you want to say. I don't think that that's rude at all. I used to have an ex that told me, he was like, I don't like all that hair down there. Oh, you had hair? Yeah, because at one point I had hair. And he was like, I don't like all that hair down there. But how did you feel when he told you that? I didn't feel anything. I was just like, well, you going to pay for me to get a wax? You didn't feel like. Criticize or you like you didn't feel bad at him telling you that? Mm. I feel bad for nigga like you, you know I just don't like out of hair. Mm-hmm. I was just like that's your preference because I wasn't at a point in my life where I wanted to be hairless down there yet. Mm. So I was just like okay, well, like I think at that point I may have like been shaving like maybe once like every month or so. Is that when you started shaving more though? When after he said that? Mm-mm. Oh. Nah, it was well after that. Oh. It was well after that. I started shaving after I listened to Amber Rose's podcast, and she talked about how strippers prevent themselves from getting razor bumps. By shaving every mm-hmm. day? Because I used to be like, well, because I, I nared and got burned, mm-hmm. so I was like, I don't want to nair. Yeah. I started thinking about like all the chemicals and stuff. Yeah, you know it's some harsh chemicals Hell in there. yeah, nair is strong as perm. It's strong. It's strong. Like, there's still an odor after you've we're in the air. Yeah, like you said, strong as perm. Yeah, it's a strong as perm. You know, remember how them perms you leave it in too long to take your hair out? Yeah, because it usually you and can it smell like it when that when the nair gets done. Like it's super fine. Like the hair is like super <laughs> <laughs> soft for real. Like, like you take it off too early, you gonna have you have your hair gonna lay down. Yeah, <laughs> have a preacher's part. <laughs> preacher's part. Your butt. Yeah. yeah. So I was just if it's something that she wants. And you're, I think it's okay to tell somebody, like, I'm not comfortable with doing that. I don't even think you have to say you're not comfortable with doing it. I feel like she's going to realize if you don't do it again that, um, 
I mean, I don't. Maybe she. I don't know. But I do think it's childish for you to be shaved in the front and not in the back. Bitch. Okay. Here you poll. <laughs> if you shave your booty hoe or wax your booty, well, you, usually when you get it waxed, they do that anyway, right? Mm-hmm. If you shave your booty hoe every time you shave yourself, I want y'all to. It doesn't have to be every time, but do you at least shave your ass? Okay, if you shave your ass, what are we going to do? How are they, how they going to let us know that they shave their ass? Uh, we could post it Friday on the page. Okay. We do you have shave a, your ass? We're going to have a poll. Do you, do you shave the inside of your ass, yes or no? <laughs> do you shave horizontally or vertically? Do you shave? Because that's really childish, fam. Bitch, I don't shave. And I, I don't appreciate you calling me childish. Well, you should probably start. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Especially be- when y'all... But the thing is, y'all be wanting niggas to get freaky. And they do. Fool, that's that's actually really gross. Fool, I'm, first of all, I'm, be hair, I don't I'm, care not I'm not hairy. I'm not hairy. I'm, I'm not hairy. I'm not hairy. I'm not hairy. <laughs> <laughs> when you shaved for the first time back there, was there hair on the razor or no? A, a scant amount. Oh, okay. A scant okay. amount. Oh, okay. A scant amount. The, the hair you actually got to. <laughs> Bitches, I nicked myself, and I said, never again. You will not nick Listen, yourself. Just get- I did nick. First of all, I did nick myself. Yes, because you-, you was in there going horizontally. <laughs> what you not going to do? Listen. Shave it- your ass. I'm-, <laughs> I'm not getting E. coli. Oh, oh now then- you worried about E. coli. Yes. Oh, if okay. I nick- if I nick myself and I boo-boo, yes, I'm going to get E. coli. Look, okay. I'm, not- I'm Listen, I'm not... <laughs> I, I, like, I feel like the booty hole uh, heals itself pretty fast. I think it'd be all right, fam. You never know. I could be the one. And then y'all wondering why I got one leg gone and six toes. <laughs> six, well, five. <laughs> five. Five. Five of my toes on one foot and half of my leg on the other one because they couldn't catch the infection fast enough. <laughs> Fuck that. I'd use Nair, but you know, Nair is very, you have to time Nair correctly. Yeah, I'd be worried about Nair like getting inside of me. Re- Damn, better, better that than. Fam, you, if you don't go in there and shave I'm not that sh- goddamn I'm not asshole. shaving my ass. And if he chooses not to go back there, that's perfectly fine. Okay, well. Then I'm not shaving don't my ass. Don't tell a nigga to get freaky and you're not willing to, pre- to, to prep the, the, the prep, scenario I, for I, him. I prep everything else. Yeah, and you left one thing out. <laughs> You left one goddamn. That's like making a whole cake, and you left out. I don't know the, the sugar. <laughs> like what the fuck? You, yeah, it's still a cake. You made, you made a shit cake and <laughs> didn't have no icing. Yeah, like oh, it's still a cake. I guess is this a cake I want to eat? Nah. Like what the fuck? <laughs> if you don't prepare the whole situation. <laughs> you said it's a cake I want to eat. You probably not. <laughs> like no, girl. Hell it, no. It, it, it went from cake to cornbread. <laughs> oh, girl, what? <sighs> Fam, relax, Bruh I've never had a complaint though. So, because yeah, they, they ain't saying nothing to you, they writing in like this. <laughs> <nigga>. <laughs> It's one of my it takes that home, home boy. Hey, say fam. I went back there, bruh. I thought she had a little dingleberry. It's a little dingleberry. But nah, fam. <laughs> Bitch, it was a fucking hair forest back there. <laughs> Thought she was crowning. <laughs> like, nigga, what? Hair carries odor. Hair carries, like, sweat. Like, ew. Mm. Shave that shit. <laughs> All right. 
Oh, um, okay. Either that or just keep a whole bush. Like, I'm going to try. Um, and I'm gonna try. Okay. We're gonna take a bath. We're gonna take a shower, and you know, if I if I get septic, <laughs> and I'm gonna ask you. <laughs> Bye. I want y'all. I want y'all, <laughs> I want y'all to send Tana Harry booty hole and be Whatever. like, she could have. She could be here right now. Whatever. Okay. We actually got another question. Let okay. Me get to it real quick. Um, is there anything wrong with a guy or girl when they first meet to say they just want to have sex? Well, can you repeat that one more time? <laughs> is there anything wrong with a guy or girl when they first meet to say they just want to have sex? They're saying it to each other, or one of them is saying it. Maybe one of this, one of them saying it to the person when they, they first meet. Mm-hmm. I think that's if that's what you want. I think you should discuss that with somebody prior to meeting. You think so? Yeah, like so you I never had a nigga be like, "You want to fuck?" Like when we first meeting, and I'm just thinking the vibe is good, and we're like, "So I just want to have sex." Yeah, I think you should mention that first. But I don't, I don't think it's anything wrong with it as long as you're willing to take what answer I give you. That's a fact. Like, because I could cut you off wasting my goddamn time. Yeah. You know I'm out here looking for a husband. I told you that. I f- but I it, feel said, like, it said on my Tinder. But I feel like you should discuss that before you actually meet. That's what I'm saying. But, like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I w- it, you know what I want. And if you if we meet, I'm just like, I just, I just really want to fuck. Nigga, what the fuck you here for? Okay, why you waste my time? Like, I, I was telling Ashley, I had met a nigga off Tinder. Uh-huh. And we hadn't met. But, like, we had a phone, a phone call. And he's like, yeah, I'm not in town long. I was like, oh, so you're just looking for somebody to chill with tonight? He's like, yeah, really? I was like, okay, I'm going to call you back. Click. Nigga, no one calling him back. I know no one calling him back. Right. But I don't think there's anything. Them, them kind of niggas kill me, fam. I mean, ha- go buy somebody. Nigga, go back to Washington. <laughs> Washington. <laughs> like, wherever. These niggas, because I ran into a nigga who did that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I'm here on business from like somewhere, some state far away. Like, nigga, if you don't get the fuck out of Dallas. Girl, a dude from the day of the Cowboys game was like, hey, I'm just here for, in town for the Cowboys game. I'm here for a few more hours. The fuck you want me to do? And I was like, nowhere in my Tinder profile looking to fuck for the night. And the, and the nigga give you herpes and dip. And, ne- and you don't even know his name. <laughs> you don't know his name. And then he'll match you. <laughs> <laughs> you over here burning. You can't even report the nigga because he done mess you and blocked your ass. <laughs> Bro. You were not saying then he unmatched you. Doesn't that, 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 that sound like a nigga? Man, that's exactly what a nigga gonna do. That's nigga unmatch you. Well, he putting his pants on. Okay. <laughs> He's on the house. He ain't even left okay. yet. Am nigga I, on his phone. I, I'm gonna holler at you. Yeah, I'm on Instagram. Mm. Unmatched. <laughs> and you find a mysterious bump three months later. And hey. What happened? Girl. Mm. But you knew something was going on because he stopped texting you. You ain't heard. <laughs> now, now your bubble's green. <laughs> Girl, I'm telling you, like, yeah, if that's what you want, you really gotta let that be known up front. Okay, what about this scenario? You don't even meet somebody online, you meet them out in person, mm-hmm. and they let it be known that, that they just want sex. Is that something wrong with that? Like, let me know as soon as you meet me, or we're like texting and you let me know. Let me. I should have asked more questions. Is there anything wrong with a guy or girl when they first meet to say they just want to have sex? So we had a at a hookah lounge and he meet me and you was like, damn, I just wanna fuck you. 
That's a little aggressive. <laughs> but I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Because you let me know your intentions up front. That's a good point. Now, it may be slightly disrespectful, like, you just met me, nigga. <laughs> Nasty ass nigga. Right. I've, I've had a nigga walk up to me and tell me, I will fuck the shit out of you right now. Yeah. Nothing about that is like, ooh. ooh <laughs> For real? You fuck me? <laughs> like, nothing about that is, yeah, I'm, I'm straight, fam, but I appreciate the compliment. <laughs> yeah. And my thing is, too, like, I, I get completely turned off by a guy who's very... Sex first Yeah Like the niggas I done fell for Be like I don't They lie But they be like You know I don't, I don't really I don't What's really, fucking Huh What's fucking I don't know what that is No Basically <laughs> Like I don't really care About the sex right? That's what I ain't here for I don't like head Suck my dick bitch <laughs> At first yeah I ain't never came from head <laughs> And then my mom Challenge accepted Okay Fight <laughs> Challenge <laughs> And if you're you K.O. <laughs> <laughs> and then you in love nigga be like I told you I ain't care nothing about sex I don't, I don't like I don't want to be with you nah the nigga, <laughs> no the nigga flip and be like I, t- I told you I ain't really care about sex you the one put it on me you the one had sex with me I I told you I ain't want even on that type stuff meanwhile the nigga back there yeah okay uh-huh. Smack <laughs> yeah yeah Smack it, flip it, rubbing it down yeah wait slow down you ain't tell me stop either yeah you ain't no but nigga bye you ain't tell me you saving yourself you ain't tell me that you trying to Mm. I don't think it's anything Personally I don't think It's anything wrong With a man being like I just want sex Because Let me know off the top That way I won't waste my time I won't waste your time Yeah Like I know a guy right now His, his thought I'm the side I'm the perfect side nigga I just want to fuck I'm the side nigga I don't want to Like I can appreciate that Damn Cause I know like I'm not fucking you I'm not taking you serious Yeah I can appreciate a man Who just like I just want to fuck Cause that's okay cool Peace Bye, nigga. <laughs> bye, Lance. <laughs> We're not bye, Lance. So, yeah. Well, hope that. Hope okay, that okay. Helps. But flip side, what if a girl says, "I just want to fuck"? I think a girl has a better chance. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking like we definitely have the advantage with that. Yeah, girl. A girl can send out a bat signal. I'm home tonight by myself, and I'm looking for dick. Okay, hey, nigga. The, you know the tweet on. Uh, I'm here. <laughs> D- dick, you say? No, <laughs> I haven't seen you in. <laughs> 622 days Okay It's been 3 months And 20 days The <laughs> last right. time But I'm here Dick Dick, dick, for, dick. I done left my family To okay. come over here Girl I feel like A girl can put like Damn I'm horny And it'll be a third Nigga won't even Be on her inbox For real Girl Girl can be like I hate sleeping alone Let, let me come lay up with you Girl Like I remember Whenever I was Still trying to like Get to know these Stupid ass niggas And you be like I'm about to take a shower Let me Wish I could join oh, you. Like, I you hate get, that You don't get your Motherfucking <sighs> Showering ass on Somewhere nigga First of all The niggas ain't even showering Nigga you ain't You ain't showered in three days I should have been like can, can you send me a picture Of your soap The current soap You've been using Cause I feel like It's a sliver <laughs> <laughs> a girl, soap don't, nigga don't even have soap. I'm telling nigga you, nigga ain't got no soap or washcloth. <laughs> and <laughs> hand and water, girl using hotel soap. Like nigga, fuck. <laughs> that's, soap, that's soap you done stole. Or the or hospital soap. Your, soap. <laughs> the soap your mama done stole cleaning the hotel. Like <laughs> you, or the soap you done stole from your granny being in the guy, uh, being a goddamn hospital. You know your grandma bring that bag home for the toilet she didn't and use. And them socks. You know, you Girl, socks that grip. I had them yellow socks, that yellow, <laughs> or green, they, they some noticeable ass loud color, and you wearing them. 
Oh, like, okay. Nigga, like I hate whenever y'all say things like, "Can I join you?" I'm finna lay down. I wish I was there, bro. We all have had. I wish I was there, nigga. Wish I could join. We've all had. I wish I was there. I wish I could join you, niggas. All. If you never had one, just wait. I'm telling you, cause he coming. <laughs> he coming, and you just gotta. I was like, y'all notice, like we're finna like, come join me, like. <laughs> What the one you want me to send you a picture? Like what? What is the real purpose of you saying that? Because it sounds like fluff. The, the thing, what it sounds like is when you get at a grocery store checking out, and something ring up, be like, "Is that? For, guess that's is free." It free? <laughs> like, that's a, that's the equivalent. Like, no, yeah. bitch, you know, like, like shut up, so stupid ass. You know stuff. you gotta pay for this shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, uh, so <sighs> annoying, fam. So unfortunately, there is a double standard. Like we can say that, and we're probably gonna get the dick, but. Yeah. If you say it, we're probably gonna block you or ignore you. Are you why would you take me like some of those women like I'm not a whore? You, is that what you see me as? Are, are you serious I'm right now? Slut. So you think you can really just text me something like that? And the thing is too, like y'all keep it so on player, like a lot of times we might be down for the first time, fuck. Yep. But you you too thirsty. Yep. Just slow down, little baby. Yeah, especially if I come over there and I got on my leggings and a t-shirt. That's you what, already know it's gonna go down. If I come over at ten o'clock to watch a movie, <laughs> nigga, I'm fucking. <laughs> and I don't even like watching movies that's, at home. That's what I'm saying. I ain't even got no TV, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no TV, but I'm over here at ten o'clock at night. Full. I swear, every time I watch Netflix and I see that, are you still watching? <laughs> I think about that meme. I was like, what? watch Netflix. Are you still watching? And you sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay And that's like after four hours So y'all done watched a, at least a couple movies then y'all, I'm telling you Then you went in for the kill For real, for real Like mm, Like you know what I'm here for I'm telling you Like bye nigga So All Hopefully right. it helps Hopefully Whatever the, <laughs> the question response is Hopefully it helps <laughs> <laughs> Alright <laughs> Where can I find you at? <laughs> Y'all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Tana Taught You. It's like to do with how, how we fucked up this week. Yeah. At T A N N A H Taught You. And y'all can find me at Who Did Underscore Breezy, B R E E Z Y. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, make sure you follow on all our social media. We ain't got no events, but just follow us because we funny Yo. as fuck. We post some dope shit. The shade room we posting like three days later. Hell yeah. But whatever. Um, hit us up at Hear You Podcast on all social media platforms. Make sure you tune in Fridays and let everybody know that you're listening as well. It'd be yes, nice. Sir. Don't listen to us in private. Tell everybody you're listening to us. Yeah. Tell your mama to listen. Mm. Hey, mama. Hey. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> all right. Let's get on that out of here. Yeah, man. You ready to get up out of here? Oh, our email. Duh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hear You Podcast at gmail.com. There you go. Bingo. Bam. All right. As always, shout out to everybody. I had fun. In 2019, what's up? Bye. <laughs> Did you gonna say what? <laughs> you thought I was gonna say what? I don't know. 2019. What's up? Cause we just getting started. Hey. Huh. All right. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>